You're listening to the Assistance Together podcast. When I saw the potential for this course in terms of the demand of office managers that I'm already connected to through through our community, through our network, but also client office managers and um, people around the world that I'm just connected to in other means, it it really resonated that this this was my mission. I'm Henrietta Barker and I am lucky enough to be speaking with the amazing Hannah Gray today, who is the founder of the Office Management Group. And Hannah's been on the podcast before and I've got to know her over the last year, which has been so fun because this woman is raising the profile of office managers everywhere. She's a mother, a business owner, an all-round legend. She's getting stuff done, and even in the last year with a baby and a pandemic, she has created more and more for the office management community. This episode is for anyone who has any office management in their role or would like to have some. This course, to me, as an onlooker, so you know, as watching over the last year or so, this course feels like a culmination of something about you and your business and your brand not just Mm. about producing a course Mm. is that fair from like i think that is perspective (laughs) i I think that is a completely logical practical perspective to have taken It, it makes me quite emotional actually talking about it because this course really sums up what i wanted to do um from the minute i set out to to create a company Hannah joins us today to speak about the office management course that she's created, the very first office management awards and the virtual summit, which has been created in partnership with Miss Jones PA and the speakers have been curated by Lauren Bradley, founder of The Officials. Hannah is a total force in our industry. She's leading the way for office managers everywhere. I hadn't quite realised it in my first six months or so of business that this was almost the end goal. And so when, um, when the group idea came out and when the course came out of that the group course came out of that it was almost like that big light bulb moment you know and you have quite a few of them on your your entrepreneurial journey if you, if you will um and in your career <clears throat> and so when i saw the potential for this course in terms of the demand of office managers that i'm already connected to through through our community through our network but also client office managers and um, people around the world that I'm just connected to in other means it it really resonated that this this was my mission yeah this course was solely the mission that I set out to to go on and find through my journey Um, so it really is a combination of the brand and of the business's mission objectives and values um, and the values come in because fundamentally, and we've talked about it on our panel discussions, the training element for every professional is so key, um, particularly for the admin profession and particularly even more so for the office manager where they have tens and tens and tens of responsibilities on their shoulders. Um, I, I was speaking to someone just the other day who said, um, in fact, it was yesterday, who contacted me about which course might be better for her, um, the advanced or the intermediate. And we were talking about where she'd been and what she'd been up to in her career. And she's just been in it for about four years. And um, she said to me, no, I just, I just was thrown into it and I never had any training in office management. And I said, well, 
and that's and that's and her name's Hannah actually and I said exactly that is that is why we created this course because no one has no one has ever had any training in office management because there hasn't been anything until now that actually applies to the role and the job that the office manager does and that was what our company was all about was making sure that these professionals and these businesses were supported effectively so that their their offices, their workplaces, their businesses run with ease. And everything stems down from that in terms of the culture and how it looks and how it functions and how the staff feel and how profitable a business is. Because everything, we said it before, everything behind the scenes that goes on, you know, when the curtain's lifted, it's just flick and so. And I think it's it's just so depressing to think that people aren't given any training, given mm. the level of responsibility that they have. Mm-hmm. And this is something, you know, as we've definitely spoken about where, you know, rec- when I'm recruiting roles and for an office management or combined EA and office management role where someone says, well, they don't really need to have any office management experience. And I'm basically trying to keep a calm face. <laughs> Know, where it's like well you're asking them to do so much mm. for you this office management element is so multifaceted as you said and nuanced but also legally required to comply with so many different areas of the business and i i can you just describe what the sort of framework of the course is because you mentioned we've got like intermediate and advanced there's different areas for people can you give us an idea about just what that would look like what are their options for people sure so um so the intermediate we've set as your sort of introduction to office management if you are brand new to it um or if you are looking perhaps you're a pa or um, any other sort of administrator, or you might be in sales or marketing or whatever, and you you like the look, and good for you, um, of an office management role. And you don't quite know how to make the move from something like that, be it admin or be it something completely different, into the office management world. So my friend, and actually she's one of my best friends, I've known her for a long time, I spoke to her yesterday and I told her I finally launched the course. Um, and she's she's a wonderful cheerleader. She's messing with me, wow, I'm so proud of you, well done, this is amazing. And I sent her the brochure and stuff. And I said to her, do you know, remember years and years ago, I was in an office management role, I'm, I'm talking about 10 years or more. And she said to me, she was in an L&D role, so she's always worked in HR. I, I love the look of your job like you you come you know to meet us for drinks and it always sounds really exciting and you get so much from it because you do so much it seems like there's great job satisfaction how can I get into that job so I, I said like send me your CV and we'll try and just tweak it a bit so there's elements that can be transferred over but also um you know maybe let's try and find a course for you to go on so she sent me some stuff that she'd found online and one of the things that stuck out and one of the only things was a course by Reed recruitment Mm -hmm. um and it was an office management course but it was all about things like how to be organized how to prioritize how to do filing how to do fact you know I mean we're talking 10 years ago where filing really was you know something you needed to be trained in if not longer than 10 years um and I was like it's not really going to help though because you know all of that stuff you've had a career for, for some time and that was the initial seed that long ago about doing this one day um 
so so the course has been set where somebody like my friend could go in at that intimate intermediate level and have an accredited course because this is accredited by the institute of administrative professionals I better get that right the institute of administrative management now yeah. um, which i'm really pleased about and um can learn the basics and the key skills because we will cover some skills and um, much much beyond how to be organized you'll be pleased to hear um <laughs> but also in things like what an office is and we've got some images and we go through how an office is carved up i've literally got images of an office carved up in half so you can see what's above the ceiling and below the floors and what all of that stuff starts to mean when you're responsible for managing it mm. um so then we talk about health and safety and hr and event management and business continuity planning and accounts and finance and all these kind of other streams that you start to get responsible for but it's also really useful for people who are already an established office manager perhaps they're in their first three to four to five years of office management and they've got a project coming up that they want support with and they want um, to to gain more confidence. This is this is the real thing behind this. Our learning objectives are about gaining confidence and knowledge um, and skills to enable you to do that job no matter what gets thrown at you. That's part of our mission and our and our um, objectives. And yes, yeah, so the intermediate level is is good for anybody coming in anybody already in it um who wants to really just get that confidence and just nail their role um through the various means that we'll go through and we will say at the, the the start of each of the courses that some people may not be new to some of the things we go through they might have been doing it for a long time and be really really expert at it but and I think that's the challenge and the only challenge I've had behind this this course is as you said you know there's there's nothing like it out there at the moment and I think possibly this is why because they cover so much that you may get people coming into it where you know there's an hour or so where they might be sitting and thinking okay I know most of this but you probably will still take something away from it and that's that's the hope and the aim and and you'll be able to share your expert knowledge with other people in the room yeah sure um, so yes yeah, so that's the intermediate level which um is almost our, our introduction level we haven't done a foundation level because that kind of acts like it slash is the one for people yeah two three four five years into their role um, and then the advanced level we said essentially you're either three plus years senior office management um position where you've done and we've got a really detailed course content so it, you start to see what's actually included in each of the sections mm -hmm. um where they might um have, have covered most of those things and, and what i was saying to this lady yesterday is if you've covered over 70 percent of it then you probably skip straight to advanced because we'll yeah. recap some of the areas in the intermediate and um, if you've done less than 70 percent, i would recommend doing the intermediate first because it will still be very valuable to you and then the advanced when you move on through that journey will make a lot more sense um so the advance is yes yeah, th people three plus years or those who have done the intermediate course with us and you know we, we've said to try and probably do both within about a two to three year period so that you're really making the most of it and it's at the right points in your career to to jump on and and get that that accreditation and get the confidence and the skills to do the actual job so you know like from my perspective having an accreditation 
it's really exciting for office managers to be able to say with confidence that they have this part of their experience and on their CV and what that means in terms of going to look for future roles. I know I'm always jumping ahead until when they're looking for something else, but from my perspective, I love that they're going to be able to have that Mm. because proving what you can do and how you do it is not that easy all the time. And especially if you're interviewing with people who don't necessarily get the role or aren't really aware of what someone's bringing to a business, Mm. being able to work through like that, through something like that can help you really solidify what you're good at and what areas you can keep improving on. I mean, for me, having hired people as an office manager in the past, hiring junior office managers or, you know, as head of facilities and hiring office managers, if I saw something on someone's CV where perhaps they were a receptionist, but they had this office management course, I would be very interested because for me, they've got very easily transferable skills from having being in a in a front of house facing role where they have to be personable and for me that's one of the key skills to be an office manager be approachable be personal personable um but then to have that sort of additional knowledge and experience behind them through something like a course with an accreditation to it would be really really attractive because it's showing also it's showing that you have a real interest and not just an interest, but that you're taking steps to get yourself to where you want to go. Interactive, yeah, absolutely. And I think think also that's something that within the admin community, and I'm going to, you know, putting the office management part into that when I say that, that demonstrating, visibly demonstrating your intent is very, very challenging because what's somebody looking for? You know, they're not, you're in a job and you're doing it but you want to change it or you want to add on or bolt on different parts to it. Mm. How can you really demonstrate that unless you say, I would like to do something different? You know, like you mm-hmm. can't go to someone and say, this is what I've done. Yeah. It's- and you can't predict either what what someone, you know, like I, it's, it's, it's difficult when you start looking at CVs as a, as a hirer, whether you're the end client, the person that's going to be their manager, or whether you're the intermediary, the recruiter or the HR person, whatever chain you're, you're on, there'll be a certain thing you're looking for, but you might not even know it yourself until you start looking at those CVs and until you start getting things to compare to. And I think it's really difficult because as the person applying, you don't necessarily know exactly what those things are and you can put the right skills and experience and things in there that they might want to see but there might be something that just stands out on someone's CV mm. and things like courses and certain elements of experience are often those things. And the desire that's evident to have, like you said, put yourself out there and push yourself forward because you are proactively in charge and responsible and clearly defining your career path by taking certain courses that lead you into that direction. So, Yeah. yeah. I think that's really powerful because it's like a sort of statement of intent, isn't it? Mm. And about how you're, how seriously you take your career path mm. and your ever increasing desire to learn and to be kind of, you know, excited about a different perspective on your career. Yeah. And this is something, so for people listening, this is something that Hannah's been doing in lots of different ways. And that's why... When I've spoken to her before, we've talked about the awards and we've talked about the community. And 
that's why I think this sort of culmination of all of it, it gives such a lovely opportunity for people to be part of something because every step of the way of what you're doing is about elevating office managers whether that's from the community perspective because of the actual ability to connect with other office managers which for years was completely non-existent until you did it and then now having an accreditation all of this and the awards this is just it all of it feels like a real passion project Mm. for you to elevate people in their careers and and that's exactly what I was meaning at the beginning where I was saying about the the sort of pieces come together now where it all kind of fell into place and it wasn't necessarily that intentional I don't think I'm that intelligent that I sat there five years ago and went right I'm going to create a business and this is exactly what it will look like and my business plan which is pretty much non-existent mm. um you know from way back then would not have had this on there didn't it didn't have the awards this came as you know when I had my son mm-hmm. um at two in the morning in sort of October time November time feeding him and going right well I need to do something else because my my brain is wired like that and I can't ever stop and yeah my passion my absolute passion is 100% office management and um 100% supporting people in that profession because it has not existed in the capacity that I strongly believe it should before Mm. in in many senses of the word in the sense of training in the sense of community in the sense of press in the sense of networking events and um, exhibitions and conferences and all these different things that exist for pretty much every other profession and particularly for the awards and the recognition the reward Mm. and the elevation function Um, and it has yeah it's 100% been a passion project Um, it's been been bloody hard work as well like my friend that I was talking about yesterday said to me so whilst the rest of us have been sitting on our butts in lockdown you haven't and I was like no I'm bloody knackered I didn't use the bloody word actually it was something with um, a bit stronger than that but yeah I said no I'm knackered because um you know it's it's been a challenging time for everybody but I was absolutely determined to to see these new initiatives and these new streams through because that's what feeds me. That's what lights my fire. That's that's my fuel is being able to do things like the last time I was on your podcast, Hen, you kindly um, spoke to me about the Office Management Awards because we'd not long launched them and the deadline was looming. And um, you're coming. You've got your ticket now, which I'm oh, so excited about. And, um, you know, we had 60 odd entries in the end. And the finalists, I mean, Hen, the day that I sent the emails to the finalists to tell them it was the best feeling I have had bar having my son in years and years and years Mm. because I take such pride and I get so much when I have achieved things in my career like I always have been I was the kid that took homework schoolwork home if it had a good grade and be like mummy daddy look Mm. and you know I've still got so much homework uh, schoolwork in my under bed storage now because I'm still proud of it Sweet. it's honestly it's always been me my mum has just got round to look after my son for a bit and um 
I'm going to show her the address that I've got for the awards because I just she's proud of me and she she tells her friends like when her friends see me that they're like your mum always says how proud she is of you and all this kind of stuff and I just I just get that because I don't always didn't give the time for myself to really realize that I, I like getting it from other people and so that feedback I got when we did the awards announcements about the finalists and the amount of posts going like my LinkedIn has never blown up so much in all my life and it was just incredible and I got so much from it because all these people were happy and they were proud and they were getting other people recognizing them and saying like there was hashtags going around of best office manager that people were putting on it. And there were CEOs and MDs sharing, sharing their posts, like the, the finalist post saying, congratulations, you're the, the most amazing office manager, this is well-deserved, and things that they would have never done before. Yeah. So the, the reaction and the feeling that's, that it's created among our community, and this is just the first year, like imagine yeah, what this is going to look like in a few years. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so the course... People have been waiting for the course for a long time. I, I, I sort of teased it back in 2019 and said, look, I'm to, to the portal community. I'm thinking of creating something like this. Who would be up for it? And we had like 20 odd responses at the time and people messaging me saying I would be. Um, so I was like, OK, cool. We'll, we'll make it happen. And it's a bit later than I wanted it to be. But I think I probably did take on a bit too much last year. Um, <laughs> I do have a limit and I'm not superwoman so um I need to realize that sometimes as well but yeah I don't agree look at what you've achieved in a year uh, yeah. it is it is it is incredible and it's so nice that this final piece and I say final thinking this will be the final piece but who knows what the future holds for the oh, group but um I'm, I'm not I'm not buying it I don't <laughs> it I don't know what else we can do I mean let's people are saying to me to do a podcast but I I couldn't oh yes that's a great idea no. why, why don't you because because I am I talk too much <laughs> <laughs> my guests would never have a bloody opportunity to speak <laughs> Or maybe we should do like as a, a like maybe why don't we do a few episodes where we do them together on here with yeah. office managers? Oh, I'd love to. I'd and love to have some of the office managers on. Yeah, yeah, no, no, just to get a different perspective too, mm -hmm. and it would be great. We could do it together. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. All right, you're on. Yeah, you're on. Because the thing is, is that it is just a different medium of getting your message across mm. and that's and that's what people are you know the response has been so big because the need is so great for people to have the space to be able to to understand that they're being recognized by people and companies and that there is this level of support now for them it's not just them having to try and figure it all out on their own mm. which it has been for years I mean yeah years and years so i was wanted to also ask you you know like how how are people in your community um responding to this is like uk specific i suppose in the sense that we are in the next few months coming out of a, our third lockdown so i suppose the timing is relevant but i know that office managers all over the world are and people are really starting to realize that they're going to be going back to work, that things are gonna change again. 
how do pe- how are people responding to it what's happening in terms of for how they're yeah just how they're coping with all of that so i just just before um we're, we're talking today i actually had a members meet up with about 15 or so members who um wanted to to chat amongst ourselves about covid and what we're doing and how we're preparing and what our companies are doing and anything else really like it's a free forum for them to share and to give tips and whatever and you know bitch and moan if they want to about the role right it's it's anything they want it to be and it was really good and they've asked for another one within within the next sort of three weeks or so um and really everybody was doing different things Mm. that's what was interesting you know there was sort of two or three people in pockets doing different things and um you know for some of them they're opening up soon now-ish um and it's sort of a a casual come in if you want to we're here but keep your distance keep the same rules in place sanitize your hands scan into track and trace um for some of them they're not opening till this is over like point blank so this is over um and every rule is relaxed and it doesn't look like it's going to then come into another wave or another lockdown we're not opening and then there's of course the, the people in between that um and the office managers themselves i mean you know one of them was just on that call and she said and she's a fairly new member and she said she's felt so isolated in her role she's the only person that does it she's been in fear for most of this time as to whether she'll even have a job um and a few of them said you know yeah same at that point which is really yeah. it's really sad and it's really you know and I'm, I'm so many people have lost their jobs during this not just office managers but so many people have lost their jobs and lost their livelihoods um but speaking specifically about this profession all that talk last year about the end of the office and the press that jumped onto that and I think that's all it was I think it was the press really really pushing that home it put so many people in fear of their jobs particularly the office managers and I think it was so unnecessary because no one knows what the future holds in the middle of something that is so unprecedented that is the first time in generations and generations that we have been through something of this magnitude that's not only affecting an entire country but the entire world no one really knows and I'm an optimist um I'm I'm also a realist so um you know I I try to take things as they come and I try not to think too much about the future of things that we cannot control yeah because to me that's not realistic Mm. um and I think for people to to push this end of the office theory was was a pessimistic unrealistic view because nobody knew and I've just said to them on the thing then which a lot of people agreed with um you know we were talking about the different hybrid models that people are going to have some people are are the extreme so so to me there's three models there's either companies like Goldman Sachs saying you have to come in yeah you're clocking in and that's it and and if you want time off it's holidays or you have to go through the formal flexible working arrangement um, approval. And then there's people who are um, in the middle of this, who are the hybrids saying, yeah, you can work from home two or three days a week. And that seems to be where most most are playing it. So the office manager as are having to, at the moment, work out how this, this policy that's put in place, which is beyond their decision making, 
then beds down and how they they deal with that in terms of booking processes in terms of the office space in terms of if they're if they need to move office soon what what they can do with their new space to make this this collaborative hub or this hot desk hub or this permanent everybody's in bums on seats hub um so there's that middle ground which most people seem to be fitting in and then there's the opposite end the golden model which is quite frankly do what you like it's a completely flexible model you just tell us what you want to do or just turn up as and when you want um, and that might be again through a booking system or everybody might still just have their desk and that's that so they're the main three and they really seem to be a, a three-way split on that through to yeah. our members I think that's definitely what I'm seeing for companies and I I totally I feel a lot of empathy for people who rely on people being in an office a physical space for their job but also not only that for the other two groups of, of businesses that are making decisions that this hasn't really been tried and tested so you know when it comes to not just practicalities of office management but if culture is something that's on your remit if you know all of these kind of things about how to look after your staff and their well-being if that falls under you, which it does for a lot of office managers for small to medium sized businesses, God, that's just that's a real minefield because we're moving into territory that no one's got any experience in. Yeah. How do you navigate it, right? Yeah, it's and this is exactly what I was saying because um, the thing I was saying that people agreed with was this might only be in place for two or three years, this sort of fully flexible model or this hybrid model or even the Goldman Sachs model yeah. everybody's still finding their feet with it and I'm, my theory is that in two to three years a lot of companies who went fully flex will come some way down the line to saying actually we do want you back in again because I feel like they're going to lose so much talent and the ability to train and progress people by not having them in at the same times or having you know like some of some of the office managers have said that their company is having a, a core two days a mandatory yeah. two-day policy so everybody has to be in for two days a week and then they can you know and it might be that everybody has to be in three days a week as a minimum but there's two specific days of the week i.e a monday and a tuesday that yeah. everybody has to be in for um you know and it, it doesn't work for everybody nothing nothing there's no one size fits all here um, but yeah, I think in the next two to three years, it will be really interesting to see how some of that decision making around this flexible working from home or remotely model shifts um, and, and how that impacts the office management role as well. Yeah, but it's going to take, I think it's going to take a long time, Hannah, because we, as humans, we like to make these kind of quite wild predictions, don't we? It's yeah. <laughs> All our lives will change. And actually... You know, many things that have come out of it in terms of from a working perspective and flexible working is really positive mm. for people who have commitments outside of the home. But running a business like that is another challenge. And mm. it relies on business leaders to be able to actually implement that effectively so that you have the flexibility, but you also have the protection mm. and structure enough to guide you through your career yeah and i think that is going to be over the next like i definitely agree with you that this will this will 
sort of wax and wane in people's opinion about whether or not it should be done. But I was quite pleased with the Goldman Sachs guy who just went, oh, what's his name? I can't remember. He's a DJ, isn't he? But me too, Hen. I have to say me too, because I think it took for a company who was recognised and well-known as Goldman's and and as sizeable to say, we're we're going against the grain here and we are not going to be part of this pack of sheep who follow everybody else's model we're going to say that this is what we do because this is the right thing for our company this is the right thing for our staff this is the right thing to keep our company profitable and whatever else it might be regardless of what's happened in the last 12 months in terms of proving whether or not it's profitable by people working from home the, the fundamental thing is that's what they've stood by and I think that's absolutely fine and I think it's good that someone's done that because now smaller companies larger companies won't be afraid to come out and say do you know what actually we're following that model instead of going with the pressure that everybody has to have full flexibility or this this hybrid model um so yeah if you run a company and you think do you know what actually i do want staff to come in that's absolutely their prerogative because it's always been that way you know and i don't i don't see why that should necessarily have to change what is good however on the flip of that is the flexible working laws or change um, and I think there's yeah. some stuff coming through Parliament at the moment about that. And that's been in for a little while, but I think they're going to get better on that. Um, and I absolutely concur yeah. and agree that there should be flexible working requests that should be fairly and properly reviewed and approved when they can't find any practical reason why they shouldn't be. Yeah, 100%. And for people who have um, found in their career that those flexible working requests have always been denied, which definitely falls into a lot of assistants and office managers experience is that they've known no one's going to agree to that, that this at least has proved that there's a possibility of it working. And so I think it's there's so much change and flux isn't there in this, but I'm really just was interested to hear what um, how people were in the office management community were really feeling about how they were going to navigate it because so much mm. of that falls to them mm. with business leaders looking to them to make the decisions in a lot of ways and to understand mm. the practicalities of how to make it work mm. it's just an enormous undertaking it so, is yeah it's huge and I think it's the same with everything with this kind of stuff people are learning as they go and um, you know the beautiful thing about the community we've built up is that they're able to share their experiences and their knowledge and the tools and apps and things that they're using to help um and I think a lot of it they're going to be guided well they're going to be guided by it on a number of points so one will be the government and the rules first and foremost um around what we can and cannot do and what's recommended and they're going to then learn from other businesses so places like Goldman Sachs coming out with that particular model um, you know, and if they if they have the time to read up and research on things that they're saying, they can take elements, not necessarily the entire model, but elements from these other companies yeah. and what other companies are doing. So I think if you're in office management at the moment, being signed up to something like our community is going to be really beneficial, but also being a bit savvy, looking out for articles or particular hashtags on LinkedIn and on the news to, to look at what other companies are doing, because some are already putting the wheels in motion and staking, you know, Putting their stake in the ground and saying this is what we're doing um and monitoring that to see how that kind of model works um because 
we we only really learn through experience and we only really learn um before we dive in ourselves through other people's experience so if you can get hold of that data and that information that will help them navigate through but it's going to be really not necessarily tough time it, it it will be in many ways but i think it's going to be challenging in some positive ways but also in some um you know tough ways where they you know they're gonna they're gonna get some backlash right i think this is going to be the hardest thing with it whatever policy is put in place by the board or the partners or the managing director or ceo or whoever whoever's at the top of their their tree they're probably not going to be the ones behind the messaging and certainly behind the actions that that go on to manage that office they're going to be the office managers and the assistants and the admins putting that messaging out there and and controlling the policies and things like we talked just then in the group about the kitchen area and as much as you can try put signs up give everybody hand sanitizer put wipes by the coffee and water machines people just aren't going to wipe that equipment down and sanitize their hands afterwards and it's really frustrating and you're going to get staff that come up to you and tail tail because that's just the nature of humans but you can't do too much about it you know it's like when people go to the toilet you put a please wash your hands sign up but not everybody's going to do it unfortunately as gross as it is you can't control it so i think the best thing they can do is educate themselves and stay on top of things that might be of interest to them in relation to this and how this is panning out for other companies um get the feedback get in and amongst their staff not not beyond two meters social distancing if we're not allowed to but go out mm. there when your offices start to open up even if it's like a soft opening walk around and chat to people and find out what's going on with them and what's working well and what's not and really try and it's very challenging for some some people but really try and be part of those conversations with the top of the tree and the the, the seniors who are making these decisions so that even if you're not able to have a voice you're actively part of the conversation and able to listen so that you know what's coming um yeah that heads yeah. up is really key yeah, yeah yeah i understand because it's it's often the unknown isn't it that makes people feel worried but you kind of have to straddle that um the team and the senior leadership team in any office management role but trying to be part of the conversation and like you said to educate yourself about what's happening in other businesses We'll just give you the advantage so if someone's pushing back on something that you're saying you could then got the examples yeah it's so helpful for people it's so helpful how do they get information about the course yes yeah, so um yeah, they can go to our website which is the office management group.com our shiny new website and um, click on the group or do forward slash the hyphen course and there's a prospectus on there they can download which tells everybody all about what's included, who it's for, um, how and why it's been developed. And um, initially for now, we're just launching in London. So anybody that's able to get to London one day a week for either four or six weeks in a row, because that's how they're structured. So that the most important thing with these was making sure that the office managers could still be in the office or at home, depending on where things will be then whilst this course took place. Um, so one day a week for four or six weeks, depending on the level they're going for was really key for us um yeah and they can they can book in online or they can email me and, and chat about it and see see you know what they think and if they want want any more information 
I love it. And the community is completely free to sign up to, isn't it? Yeah, the office management portal, you can get to that from the website as well or Google the office management portal. It's completely free. Um, there is a payable package as well for some premium perks in there. But otherwise, yeah, come and join us. We'd love to have you as part of it. So it sounds like you're having some really great conversations about what's happening and tickets to the awards. So I'm going. You are. I haven't got a dress yet. I haven't got addressed yet, although I have, as I told Hannah the other day on a message, I was like, I have, I've already started looking. I was like, seriously, it's like the only, I've got, well, I've got like my son's class camping trip, that's booked in the diary, and this, I'm going to tell, I don't need to see my face for you to know which one I'm looking forward to more. <laughs> I hate camping. Oh, me too, Hannah. I hate camping. So, I've got, I, yeah, I've had a look at a few dresses, but I don't think I bought as many as you. <laughs> no, I bought 13. Isn't there actually, that's just made me think, isn't there a film called 13 Dresses or something? Yeah, that was that in high school. She tries, like, she has loads of... Yes, it is. Yeah. I'll Google that. I won't it might not be that title, but there's something crazy like that, isn't there? Yes, I've got 13 dresses. Um, have you chosen one? I have, <laughs> and it's the one I sent you the picture of, the first one so I tried pretty. on. Yeah, um, but I, I've ordered a smaller size because that was a look a bit big, but I think the smaller size is going to be too small, so I might have to keep this one and get it taken in a bit, but we'll see. Um, so what does the evening look like? If people don't know about the awards yet, what does the evening look like? Well, apart from seeing us, which is obviously yeah. going to be a huge draw. Highlight. I was saying last night to my partner, maybe I just take all 13 and I just do a dress change every time someone's won an award. <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm not that much of a loser. I'm going to sit at my table and behave. Um, so the Office Management Awards, as I was saying earlier, are the first awards to fully recognise people in this profession from um, office manager of the year to hybrid roles like PA, HR, office manager roles, right down to newcomers, projects of the year, and also recognising suppliers and service providers. And these, um, the ceremony is going to announce the winners of, of all of these. We've got 10 categories in total. Um, so we've got a VIP reception, um, which is for our finalists and our sponsors and our judges and you're coming to that as well I can't wait for that yeah and um then we we kick off for dinner and um, so the doors open at quarter to seven and there's a three-course dinner with wine and teas and coffees and a welcome drink for everybody there's a live band we've got a comedian compare to take us through the evening and we're just going to have a course and then some awards announced and then a course and awards announced and then we're going to have a good old boogie dance at the end so what's the date? 15th, Thursday, 15th of July at the Mayfair Hotel in London. And again, tickets are bookable on our website. So Fantastic. and they're selling fast now. They really are going quick. So we're, we're almost halfway sold, um, which is really, really incredible. Very proud. So everybody that is listening, you've got to go and check out the new website because there's a lot on there. And I, we haven't we got it even quickly before you go. We've got to talk about the collaboration with Miss Jones PA. Yes. We haven't even touched on that. See, this is why she says she's tired, people. <laughs> so, I feel tired thinking about all the things that she's done this year. So mm. that's happening on the 29th and 30th of April, isn't it? it so is. you don't have to remember all the dates, everyone. I'll make sure it's everywhere. I know. Yeah. So the course, the course launches 
in July, the public bookable ones. We've got a pilot happening in June. The awards yep. are the 15th of July. Yeah. And then the show, which is the virtual summit. So the office management show in collaboration with Miss Jones PA, known as the virtual summit, um, yeah. takes place on the 29th and 30th of April. And it's virtual. So yeah. anybody can join from wherever they are at whatever time suit them. There's going to be recordings available afterwards of sessions as well. And this is, um, yeah, for, for me and for the office management profession, it's the first time has been a specific exhibition and conference with sessions tailored to the office managers so there's a lot of exhibitors there and sessions that are useful for them in terms of cleaning companies and fit out companies and IT companies and HR companies and you have furniture suppliers and waste suppliers and these kind of things that we have to use, you know, plants and so on in our offices mm-hmm. regularly. Um, so it's a really good opportunity to meet new potential suppliers, even if you're not looking at them now. It's a good one to have for your little black book in the future. And then the seminars uh, or the sessions and the workshops, which you're doing one, Ken, and you've got a CV workshop, which I know already has sold so many tickets. It's going to be Has fabulous. it? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. So I can't wait to do that. It's going to, I mean, it's so useful and it's so relevant for people at the moment, particularly to get that confidence behind their CV, because I know it's something that I've always felt like I haven't fully nailed. And I know you will just help people so much with it. So yeah. And you'll do sign up for that and come and see me. I'm got Lisa's coming on the podcast to talk about it as well. Excellent. Um, I think next week and we'll begin to talk about that too because I think that it is going to be really fun I've been working a lot on it and I the CVs are ever evolving aren't they so there's never going to be a moment where it doesn't it doesn't apply you don't have yeah. to be looking for a job but we're gonna, I'm going to take people through a process so they have to keep, get their pens ready <laughs> Love it. with them and it'll be the teacher yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're going to be so good. It's going to be so fun. I might actually jump on. <laughs> come and come and do it. Well, you don't need your CV doing, but I um yeah. So that's on the 29th and 30th. So people can sign up to that for free, they can't can they? Sign and up for free. Yeah. Bolt on the workshops. They can. Yeah. There's some really good discounts to be had if there's a few workshops that you want to be part of, or you want to go to all of them. It's probably better to look at buying day tickets or two day tickets. We've got a template as well for asking your business to fund it. So don't be afraid to ask them because it's for your development that will benefit them as well at the end of the day. Um, But yeah, it's free. Otherwise, you can come along. Most of the sessions are free. And then the workshops, as Hen said, are are payable. And there's some fantastic ones in there. We're doing one on health and safety, your office health and safety checkup. Lauren's doing an admin crash course. Um, Lisa's doing a session on event management and the future of event management. So, plus so many amazing speakers as well, like Lucy Brazier and um, Rob Stevenson. And yeah, so many, so many fabulous speakers. There's loads of sessions. It's re- it's gonna be really good. So if you haven't got yeah. your ticket, do grab it. It is gonna be brilliant. And I look forward to seeing people there. So lovely to have you back on the podcast. Thanks for coming on and telling us all about it. It's brilliant. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I really, I mean, you know, I love speaking to you all the time and having a good catch up and giggle, but um, thank you for the time. No, it's brilliant. Thank you so much. So I am, as Hannah said, hosting a virtual workshop as part of the um, virtual showcase in conjunction with Miss Jones PA. 
And you will be able to find all the details in the show notes about how you can actually join me just to work out what your CV needs to look like so that you get the best opportunities and you really can showcase what you can do. This is what we're all striving to do. I know you've listened to episodes with Lauren and me talking about job searching because some of you have been in touch, which is so lovely. And this way I can actually speak to many more of you in this very, very cool way and actually go through the steps together. So make sure you do bring your CV and something to take notes with. I know pen and paper is a little bit old fashioned, but something that you can take notes with. And I'm really looking forward to seeing you there. All the details of how you can get in touch with Hannah, how you can access the course that she's created, the awards. Again, we'd love to see you there. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Take care.